Have you ever been nervous getting a brand shoot taken? Do you want to nail your next photo shoot so you can have amazing images for your social media content? Well, I am interviewing one of my favorite and most trusted experts in the photography field, one of my business buddies, and now someone I'm happy to call a friend who can give you the best advice on how to take better images and nail your next brand shoot and feel and look amazing behind the camera. You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital, and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Okay, welcome everybody to this episode of the Social Hub podcast. I'm super excited to introduce my guest speaker today. She is a lady that I have been, and I keep saying this a lot, I keep saying that I'm having people on that have been my internet friends for a while, but it's actually the truth. Um, So Amanda is someone we met. Amanda, like I think we were pretty much just starting our businesses or ramping them up around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, we connected on Instagram and then you did a guest blog for me. And then I went to one of your workshops and it's just kind of snowballed from there. But Amanda is a photographer and she also has some amazing value to give around, not just how to take great photos and edit them, but how to pose for your own photos. And that's going to form the basis of our interview today. And I know that when your workshop came up, Amanda, your posing workshop. I just, I think I bought it as soon as I saw your Instagram story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it was one of the best experiences I've had in my business journey, to be honest, um, to like go and learn how to do it properly because I'm not comfortable in front of the camera and most people aren't. So yeah, that's why I'm so excited to talk to you about it today. So before I keep babbling on, um, can you just tell everyone who you are, a little bit about yourself and your business. Yeah. Well, firstly, thank you so much for having me on, Stacey. My pleasure. Um, Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a brand photographer based in Brisbane and I've been a photographer for, I think it's been three years now. Before that, I was in corporate. So I was in finance, I've done project management, administration, um, and I was made redundant and that really like fueled the the desire for myself to start my own business because I didn't want to rely on anyone else to pay me money. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, I used to have an online blog that I would take all the photos for. And so I just started taking photos. I bought my first DSLR camera because I was super bored at home and everything kind of just grew from there. And really my two specialties are both product photography and personal branding photography. I love connecting and meeting other 
female entrepreneurs, like in both Gold Coast and Brisbane area. And it's just so much fun to learn about what their goals are on the shoot. And really, I like to keep it very chilled and relaxed because I know so many people get really nervous when they do photo shoots. Yeah. Um, so I really try and make it a very chilled out vibe and just something that isn't as big of a deal in your head as you make it out to be, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. No, it totally makes sense. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I started collaborating with one of my good girlfriends, Christine, on um, our posing ebook, and we introduced photography and posing workshops, which have been one of the most, I think, fulfilling activities that I have done in my business so far because you actually get to have that one-on-one -on -one human connection and it's just it's the best feeling being able to meet people in real life that you meet on Instagram you're like when you say like your internet friends yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good when they become like real life friends and I know it's just a very fulfilling exercise to do those yeah, well, you know, in business, you go through this business journey with people often virtually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you feel like you've got, like, you've, like, covered all these milestones and highs and lows with people. And then when you finally meet them, it's like you've met a long lost friend. Yeah, oh, it's so time. like that. <laughs> And it makes it easier to, to, like, it's not like you're meeting someone for the first time. It's like you kind of, yeah, you've known each other for so yeah. long and it's so easy yeah. to create that relationship and take that friendship even further. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I can totally understand why those workshops would be fulfilling for you as a business owner, because everyone there just loves it and get like the yeah. buzz on the day is huge and people that are so introverted and don't want to get out of their shell suddenly getting changed into all these different outfits and yeah. <laughs> rocking it and telling people how they want to pose and I think at one point like I was lying on the floor <laughs> at one point and I would never do that cocktails in and on a stage or something but yeah so I I definitely love that about the day so can you expand for everyone a little bit how did co creating content and workshops around posing come about for you? Because it's not something I see a lot of people doing. So No. Um, oh, that is a good question. So, I mean, it really started when I met Christine. So I actually hired Christine um, for a personal branding consultation session for myself um, at the beginning of this year, because I just, I felt like I really needed some direction in my business. And so we sat there for hours talking and we eventually were like, oh, like we should collaborate together and do a photo shoot. So she shot me, I shot her. And I think then we kind of realized like posing was it was more of a pain point for people. I actually can't remember like the exact moment where we're like, oh, we should do an ebook and we should do workshops. But I think it, the idea kind of evolved from us working together um, on photo shoots. And then I, I think we also just started talking about it on Instagram. And like you said, not a lot of people, I guess, talk about posing as a pain point. I guess yeah. when people book in for a photographer, like a professional photo shoot, they will disclose to their photographer, I'm a bit nervous, like I've never done this before. Um, I'm, I don't really know how to post. So you're going to have to direct me. But they don't publicly say that this is a struggle for them. 
And I think the way that personal branding is going and the way Instagram's going, where people want to see others being more raw, more authentic, and they just want that more realness from people. I think personal branding and simply being yourself in a photo shoot is even more important now. And that really does stem down to A, how confident you are on camera um, and B, the kind of poses that you allow your body to do in front of the camera. So I think it was just a natural evolution when I met Christine that we started talking about it and we realized, oh, like this was our pain point. Like I didn't know how to pose in front of the camera years ago. Like I was just all smiles sitting in front of the laptop and that was it for me. (laughs) Whereas now I'm a lot more confident in, I don't need any props. I can just use what I'm wearing as a prop or just move my body freely. And that's the thing. Most people like I know, I would stand there really rigidly. They'd be like, you know, um, just move your arm over here and hold your elbow or whatever. And I I honestly would feel, uh, you know, like a Barbie doll, like how their their elbows bend (laughs) on a right angle. (laughs) That is a perfect way to describe it. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) And it's like, you kind of feel like you're doing this real gumpy smile and yeah. Yeah. So it's, and it is important because particularly for business people and entrepreneurs, having that personal branded imagery in your feed, particularly if you're a coach or a service-based business, I think personally for every business, but particularly personal branding photography, it's important where posting on social media sometimes every single day and you need to have a consistent stream of images that you can rotate through. Otherwise it's just the same one all the time and it's it's not interesting for your audience. So that's, that's one of the things that I, I kind of cringe at seeing is when someone has, they haven't obviously thought out well enough their photo shoot where they've just got one outfit. Like they have a bunch of nice photos, but it's all one outfit and it all looks the same and it becomes repetitive and it becomes boring to the audience. Yeah. Um, so that's when I think photo shoots take pre-planning um, and it's a really good idea to, to put a bit of effort into, I guess, like, yeah, what you're going to wear, where you're going to shoot, I mean, on the day, you kind of go with the creative flow, but there is a lot of preparation that I think makes for a very successful shoot so that you can rotate through that bank of images and not bore your audience. Otherwise, people, no matter what your message is or your caption, your image is the first thing that people see. Yeah. Um, and so if it doesn't draw them in, they probably won't read your caption. They'll just keep scrolling on by, yeah. which is not what we want. No, hundred percent. And I mean, we've, we've just been kind of just chatting along the way, but it kind of leads into, I was going to ask you, what are some of the biggest reasons you see people not nailing their poses and then lead into what are some of your top posing tips? So, yeah, I think, I mean, one of it is, is confidence and not, not knowing how to move your body. So I guess when I photograph people and it's their first photo shoot, the one thing that I do notice between those people and the people who have had like four photo shoots under their belt, the people who are just starting out, they are rigid. They are afraid to flow. So it's like what you said, they become a bit of a Barbie doll where they all have to just say, bend right. at the joint. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, so bend the elbow, move the arm, tilt your head, and it becomes kind of a robotic 
movement in a sense. Whereas my top tip, and this is what I try and do when I actually start my photo shoots with my clients is I'll just say, move around, like, just like, it's gonna, you're gonna feel silly. You're gonna feel awkward pretty much no matter what pose you do. So you might as well just own it, (laughs) but really just kind of moving back and forth. Um, even like twirling around or dancing or something like that, just to get your body used to moving because that's when you can loosen up. I find it can take sometimes half an hour for someone to loosen up on a photo shoot. And I've noticed that. And that's why I've kind of changed my approach when I start it. So if someone is comfortable moving their body from the very, the very beginning, they're going to feel a lot more confident, especially if you're shooting in a public place because a lot of people close down when you're in public and oh a hundred percent it's it's I mean it's so nerve-wracking even like I still am a bit conscious of shooting in public but it's also a mindset thing where it's like no this is for my business I have to commit I've paid for this photo shoot like I'm gonna I'm gonna own it and really people are just curious you whip out any kind of fancy camera and people are just going to stare because you have a fancy camera. Oh, yeah. You know, um, well, there's a term for that. It's like when people slow down when there's a car accident. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone just wants to stop and have a look at something. Yeah, they're just no- people are just nosy. And yeah. they're probably like, oh, what are they doing? Like, And they secretly maybe wish, oh, I wish I was like doing a photo shoot. That looks fun. Yeah, the um, funny thing is they're probably looking on going, oh, how awesome does that person look? Yeah. And they're super confident. And But yeah. inside the person actually having the photos taken is going, please stop looking at me. Yeah. I can't stand this. And it's, it is a mindset thing because you've got to step yeah. back and go, you know, oftentimes the way other people are seeing you is not the way you see yourself. Oh my God, no. Uh, we are our own worst critics. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing I noticed too is when clients say, oh, can we, like my arm looks fat or like my stomach or I have like a double chin. I'll look at the photo. I'm like, what are you talking about, girl? Like, no, you don't. (laughs) And we're very, very judgmental of ourselves. I mean, I'm, I'm the same with myself, mostly in regards to like how I pose my face. That's the first thing that I look at when I judge a photo of myself is how have I pulled off my facial posing. But at the end of the day, people aren't going to notice like a dot on your arm or that your arm is positioned this way. They're not going to sit there and be like, oh, she really shouldn't have like positioned her arm like that. No, most people looking are not going to pick it up like that. (laughs) No, no. And I think I, I try and help people realize that during the shoot, um, and I, I have to tell a number of people like you are your own worst critic. So stop criticizing yourself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Otherwise you won't have, you, you won't end up with any photos that you like, and then it just becomes a bit of a waste. So I think it is part of it is preparation in terms of like outfits and location. Um, but the other part is mindset and actually being confident in who you are as a person and what you look like and dressing for your body type as well I think that's really important too yeah a hundred percent it's now like I'm 40 now and I just think you know what I go for everywhere I go it's I've got to be comfortable in this yeah yeah not just a photo shoot like I can't go to a wedding or out for dinner or to a party and feel uncomfortable and be like "Mm, I'm wearing this jumpsuit and I can't sit down yeah (laughs) then you're standing up all night like it just doesn't that doesn't work (laughs) 
no. And I have had some clients where they're like, oh, someone told me to wear this, but I would never wear this. I'm like, then why are you wearing it? Wear what you're comfortable with. And we all have clothes in our closet that look nice and that we're comfortable wearing. So I think it's just taking the time out to explore our wardrobe, even if like you need a stylist on board, if um, you're not sure how to dress for your body type or what to wear. Um, as soon as anyone asks me what to wear, I'm like, consider getting a stylist because that's not my area of expertise. I'm like happy to offer advice on the day, but I find sometimes it can cut into the shooting time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't want my client to waste their time asking me, oh, should I wear this with this or should I do this? Or is this top good with this, with these pair of pants? Like these are all things that it's a really good idea to get sorted prior to your shoot. Just so that the like professional photo shoots are an investment and we always want you to make the most out of that investment and the time that you have with us. Yeah, for sure. So the other thing, and this is what I loved about the workshop, is that when you're needing photos taken, oftentimes as a business owner, you're time poor, you're on a budget, you know, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's good to be able to have like a friend or a partner or be out somewhere really cool and have your phone. Cause most of our phones take great photos these days Yeah, and be able to direct someone to yeah. take a photo for you. What are some of the ways that people can maximize that if they're, they've got someone there and they're like, Oh, can you take this cool photo for me in front of this great yeah. backdrop or you know, whatever it is, friend, partner, child, like my yeah. kids are old enough to take a photo now. And it's like, yeah, I'm like, you need to get up on that chair. And yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I mean, the first thing, one of the things that I like doing is you take the photo first, like without you in it. And you basically say to the person, can you just retake this exact same photo, but with me in it? That's um, a great idea. Yeah. That way, they know exactly what to capture because that's um, what you're you're envisioning it looking like yeah because i mean yep. your sister husband partner whoever most likely they're not going to be a professional photographer and i know that this has been a struggle for many people where they're like oh my boyfriend doesn't know how to take a photo of me it just never works he just takes one photo and i look I look like shit. <laughs> oh, honestly, um, though, our, all credit to our partners, but most oh, yeah. of the time you hand a male a camera and say, can you take a photo? And they take it. Yeah. And for some reason, it's like from the bottom <laughs> angle and you can just see your chins and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good time. No. I mean, training them is a very good investment. Absolutely. Um, but really taking it from eye level is always going to be kind of a go-to. So if you tell them, all right, when you take the photo, just bring the phone or camera to my eye level or just slightly below. Um, Cause a lot of people, they either take it too low or they take it too high yeah. and it can make you look either like you can get the double chin action and it can not flatter you as much, or it can make you look quite short if you're taking yeah from above so usually yeah always eye level but yeah take the photo first yourself and then say I'm just gonna slot myself in just take the exact same photo for me yeah and I mean as you go on and they take more photos for you 
they'll get a bit more confident, I guess, moving around you to get different angles. I mean, at the latest workshop, we actually had one of the girls and her husband come because she wanted to teach her husband how to take good photos of her. On I the saw side. that. That was such a great idea. Like yeah. I'm considering doing that for my next time I come to a workshop. Yeah. And the thing, phone, I was like, that's the best idea. Yeah. I, I mean, we didn't think to kind of market it that way, but we realized that after talking to some people, so many people have that, that problem. And the photos that they took at the end of the workshop, they were incredible. Like they did so well. Both Christine and I could say that we're totally confident that they could now go away and do their own photo shoots and take flattering photos of each other just because of the techniques that they learned at the workshop. It's just camera angles and posing is yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah. That's one of the things that I picked up at the workshop that I went to was that to know your best angle and yeah. so that you can say to people, okay, no, you need to stand here, move the camera up or down. And that takes practice from you too. Like you need to invest in taking a few practice shots with your partner or your friend first yeah. and, and knowing what those angles are so that you can direct someone easily. Otherwise, uh, if you don't know how to do it after five attempts, you kind of go, Oh, just don't worry about it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You kind of just give up and yeah. look at the first and like, Oh, I got nothing done. And then you walk and away from this beautiful location yeah. and you go, oh, I wish I could have got a photo. Exactly. And it's like, Oh, it's such a waste. And yeah. That's the other thing too. It's being efficient when you're out and about and you want to take a photo or even if you're doing like a DIY photo shoot, you don't want to be there for like an hour trying to take one photo Oh no! Um, or even half an hour. You want to get no. it done and dusted in like five, 10 minutes. And so that's where, yeah, knowing those techniques is really going to help and teaching your partner how to shoot you. And if you don't know, I find a lot of people, they don't know their good and bad sides. It's just about finding that good and bad side. Um, so that's just shooting at different angles. And then you'll find the one that you like best. And you're like, yep, my right side's my good side, apparently. Absolutely. So then... When it comes to picking a setting, so say you did have your partner or a friend or whoever you're taking with you, when it comes to picking a setting for a shoot, what are some of the ways that you can maximize that? Because obviously like if you picked a outdoor setting with a tree, then the lighting with the sun can play a part in yeah. that or backdrops or props. Like what are some of your tips around those sorts of yeah. things? Yeah. I mean, I think like personally, like location and lighting can make or break your photo shoot. And so, I mean, I've had photo shoots where the lighting has been really difficult to work with and it just doesn't, bad lighting, especially if you're in um, like an office space, you're inside and it's like kind of just, you know, like house lighting, for example, it does not flatter and you're going to get much better results if you're in a really nice place that has nice natural light coming through because you don't want it. You just, you want to avoid dark places. So I think scouting out your location prior to your photo shoot is definitely a good idea. And even taking some, even like taking a selfie or something while you're there just to test out the lighting and obviously locations that match your branding. So, I mean, for example, if your branding had the color pink in it, um, you you wouldn't really go to a place that is that has like a blue wall 
or something like that. You want to find somewhere that will complement your branding and vice versa. But I think, yeah, looking at the location that has enough diverse spaces, it depends how long you're shooting for, but say you're doing an hour photo shoot, you want to have a location that will give you enough photos for like, I don't know, a month, month, two months, three months worth of content. And so if you're just in a location where there's one wall, you're like, yep, I really want to shoot there, but it's got one little nook of a nice location, if that makes sense. It may not be worth your time because you're going to get one photo and it's not going to be efficient. Yeah. So I think when you're looking for locations, look for locations where, where there's like Airbnbs, photo shoot locations, cafes that have other nice outdoor areas near them that will allow you to change things up, allow you to change outfits so that you have a big range of content to work with. So I guess overall avoid locations where they're not as interesting and you may only get one or two photos out of them because it's a bit of a, a waste of time unless it's a, unless it's a spontaneous shoot and you're like, yep, I'm just going to grab a photo here and be done with it. But plan shoots, yeah, really like focus on location, location and lighting. And the thing is with all these Airbnbs around these days, a lot of them will allow you to hire the place out for a few hours. Yeah. Oh, so can, like so many great locations that are not, yeah. especially if budget is a concern, it's not overly expensive to hire some of them and take someone with you if you've got a good camera or can borrow mm-hmm. one and, you know, get good at directing people. Yeah, exactly. And you're just going to get better photos. Like I feel like if people do it right, they're going to get the best results. Whereas if it's kind of last minute or they haven't really planned things out or they haven't scouted the location or they've just picked like one cafe and like, yeah, I think I want to shoot here, but then we'll just see how it goes. And like, make sure that you have a location that's going to give you the best, like a good diverse amount of shots. And even if that means spending more money, it's worth it. Like usually locations are anywhere from say 60 to 150 an hour, depending on the location where it is, but spending that that little bit of extra money, it's going to be worth it for your shots. And what about like props and, and mm-hmm. things that people can use? Do you think people can over prop, over prop it up or, um. <laughs> or, you know, I think, I mean, usually a lot of people on my shoots, they will have like their laptop, their phone. Yeah. Um, they might have a couple of notebooks. They'll have a coffee cup or we'll be at a cafe and they'll order a coffee or a donut or pastry or something like that. I think those props are enough. I try not to do too many, I guess, prop photos in the photo yeah. shoots because, I mean, I think the whole like, sitting at a desk laptop photo it's good to have those photos as part of your content bank because we all work on a laptop it's like our it's us in our natural state but I think it can be quite boring and so the best way to bring out your personality is with no props is to simply just be you with nothing else and just the location so I think you probably can over prop it yeah (laughs) Um, but take things that even if it's like a bottle of champagne or confetti is something that will help to complement your personality 
but also align with the goals of your photo shoot. It depends what goals you have really as to what props you might want to bring. So what about editing? So people have taken their Mm -hmm. photos. So what sort of tips can you give for editing the images once they're taken? I'm biased because I use presets all the time. I also sell them, but I literally, I could not live without Lightroom presets now. I mean, there are a heap of editing programs out there that people use, but I find Lightroom to be the absolute best. You have so many editing tools, um, both on the free version of Lightroom Mobile and Lightroom Desktop. But presets, I don't think I, I rarely edit without a preset now because it's so quick and easy and the edit is already done for you. But if you are edit, like editing from scratch, I kind of just work down the editing features in Lightroom. So starting from your exposure to your contrast, shadows, your, I'm trying to picture the Lightroom sliders now, (laughs) (laughs) Um, like your saturation, your temperature and your tint, then your colors, your clarity, and just work down from there. If you're editing from scratch, as you move through your editing and you get better and better, your editing will evolve. So when I started, I used to overexpose everything. I put my highlights right up. I put my contrast right up. And now I barely touch my contrast. I put the highlights way down. I put it right down now. And so my editing style has changed a lot since I started just because I've learned what I think looks better. But yeah, I guess like my top tip would be to use presets because you don't really have to think about it. You can still tweak them to match your branding And they're very easy and quick to tweak anyway. Uh, And I can attest for that because I probably could learn how to edit them, but I just don't really want to. I'm so so busy doing all the other things I have to do in my business to have to learn how to do all that. And as soon as even just then, like when you're talking, you're talking about saturation, all this stuff. I'm like, oh my goodness, like I can't do this from scratch. I don't want to do it from scratch. So the presets are amazing. And I bought one of yours. I think it was your warm lifestyle one. Yeah. Um, I think it was the day you bought it out because I just loved yeah. it. <laughs> and then when I did the workshop, we got a few others as part of the workshop. And honestly, that is all I use. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly <laughs> all I use. So yeah, anyone listening out there, it's so easy. Like all the fi- all the adjustments are made for you and it just makes your yeah. photos look so crisp. And I don't have to do anything. It's the easiest yeah the best investment I've made in my imagery. I can honestly yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you said, like not everyone has time for it or the, the passion for it either. I mean, I sit there sometimes and just watch YouTube videos on editing that go for like 20 minutes a video oh, and I'll be down in 30 seconds of that. I'd be done. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's not, not everyone wants to sit there and learn how to do it. And so presets, will take that frustration out. But the other thing is, it's like everyone wants a look that looks really professional and looks really cool, but they just can't quite put the, hit the nail on the head with it. And then they get frustrated because they don't know how to edit. And I mean, different presets will suit different people, different branding. So it's about finding the right preset that will work for you and your photos because not every preset will suit every type of photo. I like to have a collection collection of presets where you can kind of swap between them to see what looks best. But yeah, it just, it takes out all the stress of editing your photos. I think if we are putting out photos on Instagram, they do need to be slightly edited. 
Um, yes. Otherwise, they just look a bit dull. They don't have, sure, they have that realness to them, but other people could disagree with me here. <laughs> but I think it just makes a photo pop yes. even more by editing the photo. Yeah, I think so. And filters yeah. just make it look murky these days. Like a filter mm. doesn't make it look crisp. It takes the crispness out Yeah, of I'm, a lot of your images, I think. Yeah, yeah. agreed. <laughs> and, and as far as, you know, like, you know, purchasing presets or whatever you're going to do, if, if that's, if you're listening and you decide that that's for you, I just kind of think that you need to play to your strengths as mm-hmm. a business owner. And if one of your strengths is not editing images, then there yeah. are plenty of tools out there that you can download or buy that are going to make it easier for you. And if you can, why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's like outsourcing your editing. Except yeah. It's- a product, a digital product. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. So then just on the back of tools, what about like cameras? Cause a lot of people just have their iPhone. Have you got any recommendations for the actual tool to take the images with? I mean, uh, the a phone, I mean, if you have a DSLR camera, I would highly recommend to learn how to use it just because it, it will 100% give you a better quality image than an iPhone. iPhones these days, I mean, I have the new iPhone 11 Pro. It takes a wicked photo. It's freaking awesome. That is my next update. (laughs) Um, But I still notice a difference in quality. Mainly it's in the detail and the colors um, compared to my camera. But I mean, I I can't charge people and take photos on, on my iPhone. But phones will do, will definitely do the trick. And what will take that photo to the next level is your editing. Like you'll take a photo and you're like, oh, it's a bit average. Uh -uh." Apply the preset and you'll be like, damn, that's a good photo. Yeah, for sure. So what would be your best piece of advice if someone out there is listening and is feeling camera shy but knows they need to get some brand images, Yeah. what is your best piece of advice to that person? My first piece of advice, I mean, if you are wanting to hire it out to a professional photographer, which actually I would firstly advise to do instead of doing your own DIY shoot because when you're on a shoot with us, we, make you, we can make you feel comfortable, we can direct you really well, and that's where you start learning how to move by someone teaching you how to do it and I guess in a sense giving you permission to move to allow your body to flow um I mean a lot of people do put photo shoots off because they are nervous they don't want to do it but they know that they have to have good branded images to actually be able to sell themselves and so I think it's really biting the bullet making that first step and just reaching out to a photographer whose style you love. And that's the other thing. It's finding a photographer who you're going to gel with, uh, gel with um, like energy wise, like you want them to kind of be on the same wavelength as you and the style. So if someone's style is like bright and airy, but you want something that's very moody, you probably don't want to go with that photographer. So it's about finding out, who you want to go with and just reaching out to them, send that email, find out more about their packages and really just book it in. Then the photographer, hopefully, should be able to guide you through the process and give you advice on how to prepare. I like to link people to uh, some YouTube videos that I have on posing, so they're free resources. 
and also the posing ebook that Christine and I have. And this will just get them ready to think about, oh, okay, I want to try this pose or I want to try that. I just need to have these outfits ready. And then the rest is kind of, it happens on the day. And 100% of the time, the people who turn up nervous to the shoot, by the end of it, they're like, that wasn't so bad. That was actually really fun. And it's like, I know. <laughs> and you walk away when you've had a shoot like that and you actually have felt like you've had a bit of fun and it's been yeah. a, a good experience. You walk away feeling quite uplifted from that because it is nervous yeah. going into it when you're not used to it. And yeah. to be able to walk away from a nervous experience, feeling really good about it makes you more positive to go into it the next time. Yeah. So 100%. yeah, I can definitely attest that having a professional there does absolutely help. Yeah. So is there anything else you would like to add that maybe we haven't touched on before we wrap up? Any um, last words you really need to get out? <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd, I think we've actually covered everything. I yeah. guess like the main thing would just be prepare in advance, like have your outfits, your location set to go and just allow yourself to have fun on the shoot, like have fun with it. Because if you're, oh, actually the other thing would be A, get a good night's sleep the night before and B, have a stress-free morning. Because if you turn up to your photo shoot stressed, that can come out on camera and you're just not going to be in the right mind frame to want to actually do photos. Yeah. Um, so those would be my other two tips. Definitely planning ahead. Yes. Yeah, making sure you leave home early. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Don't be late to your photos. Got petrol in the car. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, these are all things to do. And yep. you've, got you've got to drop the kids off, send them early to someone's house, you know, yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. send them off before you put your makeup on and stuff so you can just chill. Yeah, that was, that's probably a good idea. But as a mum, that's definitely something I do. Like if I'm, if I'm getting rid of my kids to go somewhere, I'll yeah. send them before I get ready. That's so I can just relax. Good. Yeah. Cause that once you're in that relaxed state, you don't want to, you don't want to shift from that. You want to go into your photo shoot and be like, I'm here, I'm ready and I'm ready yep. to pose. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> cool. So how can people get in touch with you if they want to connect more with you after this? Um, the best way would just be Instagram really. So my handle is Amanda Campiano. I assume you might put that in the show notes. Or I will definitely like that. put that in the show notes. Yes. <laughs> it's, hard, it's a hard one to spell. Um, or just I like, have to double check it every time I tag you. In some, <laughs> so, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I do. I have to. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Um, the best way to spell it is really the word like cam. So it's C-A-M. And then the word peanut, but without the T. And you just ah, yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> that's a great tip. There you go. <laughs> that's so funny. All right. So Instagram and I'll obviously put your website in the show notes as well. So yeah, those are the yeah. two best places. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for jumping on my podcast and helping everyone out with some amazing tips for nailing their next brand shoot. Um, I know that everyone would have got a lot out of it. Thank you so much, Stacey. Oh, it was so good to chat. Yeah. Thanks, doll. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub Podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, 
thesocialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy. Stay classy.